0: farting is cool
1: welcome to the movie dummies podcast this week is a really bad movie i mean what the f*** did i just watch oh well enjoy the show
0: oh thanks for the uh intro autopilot Uh, we are the movie dummies and i'm joe i'm angela i'm matt yay the gang's all here
2: well half here half-ish
0: we're not exactly all here we're missing shannon we're missing adam but shannon was kind enough to leave us an impression yay so we have that to look forward to i'm excited I'm so, very much looking forward to it. Are you so excited that you just can't hide it? Uh,
1: actually, I can't hide it. I'm hiding it right now. Oh, okay.
0: that's good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You do a good job of hiding it, buddy. But until we get to this movie, so we watched this movie called, I thought it was called The Gingerbread Man, but it's called The Ginger Dead Man, which makes it better? No. I think it makes no. it better. No. I, Maybe. No. No. (laughs) No, 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 no. Slightly better?
2: There's only one thing this that could make this movie better. And that that is it not existing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I think it's fine.
2: Yeah, we're we're gonna agree to disagree on this one. It's gonna Ah. be fun.
0: Well, it has some of the okay. We'll we'll get into it, but like a yeah. hallmark for a, a really bad movie that can actually be like a little bit more fun to me is if it has a really bad monologue in it, and this has a few, so those are fun.
2: Mm, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! So let's get into recommendations. Uh, what do you got this week, Angela?
2: Well, typically, I do one recommendation a week, but I wasn't here last week, and we are short on people, so I have... um,
1: Oh, five. Holy shnikes. Lay it on us.
2: Yeah. So, my first one is one that pretty much everybody on the podcast has recommended already, but I finally jumped on the bandwagon. It is a good place. Uh Kristen Bell is really charming in a role that is not typical to her. And the the rest of the cast, Ted Danson and a whole bunch of other people that I've never heard of before or never seen before. Um I I enjoy it a lot. They're they're all it's all really well acted and really well scripted and the premise is really good.
1: She's charming.
2: I've just been forking loving it. <laughs>
0: You don't think she plays a charming character, Matt? Ah, I mean, I guess you could use that to describe
1: her. I don't think her character is charming though, no.
2: No, her character isn't charming, but she's charming in her character. Ah. You know, typically Chris, Kristen, you know, Kristen Bell plays, you know, very similar roles. She's pretty much the same person in everything that I've seen her in anyway. you know. She's likable and she's you know she's typically you know generally a good person
1: i but... uh, i see what you mean
2: but in not this in role chips. she
0: is not a good person in chips
2: no i haven't no. seen chips yet
0: oh boy
2: she is not a good person in this movie or in this show but she she plays it in a way that i'm just kind of like oh
0: is there a redemptive oh, quality or something or
1: oh yeah
2: they're yeah 20. okay yeah they you
0: know, so that's what makes her charming.
2: Yeah, like a lot of the you know a lot of the scenes that feature her being an, an awful person, they're all uh, flashbacks.
1: Oh, so I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm.
2: So you're seeing the person that she used to be, which was a horrible person.
1: Yeah, and they I don't know if they did this in season one, but in season two, I don't want to spoil too much, but they kinda show why she's a horrible person in some of the flashbacks?
2: They do they do show one flashback in season one that okay. shows her I thought parents I, and yeah, I thought it's, so. it's rough.
1: Yeah, they, oh it gets rougher.
2: Oh man Oh,
0: so there's there's some history there. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha.
2: Well it's just the environment that she was raised in. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you are a product of your environment for the most part.
1: Yep. That's why I'm so crazy.
0: don't worry buddy most of uh your personality forming happens in utero up to 90 percent so there's nothing nobody could have done about it
2: damn yeah unless you get knocked in the head like me and your personality completely changes midstream
0: so that's fun that's always fun knocked in the head that's a real nice way of saying got run over by a car
2: (laughs) yeah well
0: you know it's the gentler way
2: Strictly speaking, I wasn't run over. I was run under. I went under. I went. Over, I went over the car. The you were car hit
0: by it an me. automobile.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a really fun watch. Everybody should watch it. Twenty-two Boy. minute episodes. Well, are, you're the third good.
0: person to recommend it on the podcast. I might have to start watching it.
2: Absolutely, it. you'll love it. Do it. So my second recommendation was is actually uh, from a few weeks back. Um... Joe made an emergency recommendation to me <laughs> that I watch the movie Catch Me If You Can. Yes. So I did, in fact, take your recommendation, and I and I watched it, and I, in turn, am going to recommend it to everybody. It's, I'm sad that I ostracized the movie for so long. Yeah. And uh, I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Tom Hanks was amazing in it, although his accent, his accent made me really sad.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> I, couldn't, ah,
2: I couldn't figure out what it was supposed to be. Like
0: New England. I
2: Yeah, but I was like, is it a Philly accent? Is it a Boston accent? I'm not really sure. And then I think it's just after doing
0: some a general research, New England.
2: Well, after do- doing some research, the uh, cop that he was, that his character was based off of was from boston okay or it was from maybe not boston but from massachusetts anyway so it it, i think it was supposed to be a boston accent but it wasn't really quite bostonian enough might have been i suppose i just i i i found that a little distracting while watching the movie but that's just disappointed (laughs) i just i want to hate tom hanks
0: (laughs) You're the only what? one in America. What is wrong I know, with you?
2: I know. I don't know. I, I don't know. There's something about him.
0: You mean me. future vice president Tom Hanks.
2: Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes.
0: Hey, him and The Rock 2020.
2: Um, I'm actually on board. Tom Hanks seems like a really good dude. Just a genuinely good dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. seems like it.
2: There was a story of him like finding a random passport in Italy
0: or something and Oh, if you follow him on Twitter, there is tons of these stories. He'll like pick stuff up off the yeah. street. Like, where's the other glove? And he's just constantly like He's Trying kind of Bill Murray, but he's doing it in the most Tom
1: Hanksian type of way.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Just enjoying it. Bill him Murray out. actually does some stuff that's like what a dick. Right. Well, yeah. But he also like, does some cool stuff.
0: Yeah. Bill Murray's renowned for being a dick though, so I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. There's always going to be that flair. So what else you got? I'm
2: Tom Hanks' American Mary. Oh yeah, we're sweetheart. talking about
0: Catch Me If You Can, doi. So, yeah I'm, su- yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you skipped this one. It's a really, really good movie. It's a Spielberg film. Um, we really well acted. You know, this is where What's-Her-Face got her start. I guess not her... It's not uh, her biggest her start. Yeah, you know, Giselle... Which
2: What's-Her-Face? Amy Adams? Amy Adams,
0: yeah. I think her first movie was <laughs> Junebug, but this movie definitely put her out there to everybody because it's a Spielberg movie, so...
2: Yeah, and I was I was super excited to see her. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Amy Adams!" Mm-hmm. And uh, Walkin was great, of course. Oh yeah, Leo DiCaprio is has always been great. You know, ever since the days of Arnie, and
0: he said some flops.
2: Yeah, yeah, but even his even the movies that flopped, he still acted well in them.
0: Oh no, I'm talking about his poor acting. His oh yeah yeah, I
2: don't know. Titanic. I liked him in Titanic.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how you can be a good actor in Titanic. They kind of hand you this crap. Kathy Bates, Kathy Bates was fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so.
2: Yeah, she was. She, she had a character
1: uh... actor, though. To,
0: uh... Right, but I mean, like the two leads are, are phenomenal actors. Just yeah. horrible so in the movie.
2: So was uh, <laughs> the other guy. Billy Who Zane! The, mis- nah, Mr. Anderson, I think his name was. Oh, uh, what is his real name? Victor Mr. Garber. Mr.
1: Anderson. Yeah. yeah.
2: Victor Garber did a good job, too. I, I really enjoy him. Was it Victor Garber? I don't know. I think so.
1: It's too early to figure that out.
2: Played late. <laughs> he was the, the architect of the... Titanic oh. Or whatever.
0: The the guy who plays uh, on DC's Legends of Tomorrow.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's Victor Garber.
0: It's funny. In, in Legends of Tomorrow, he... Uh, He says a line like, because they're going to the Titanic, he's like, whoever designed the Titanic needs to be shot. Uh, (laughs) Right? Yeah, It's pretty good. (laughs) It's a pretty good show.
2: Anyway, all right. Catch me if you can. Highly recommend it. Catch me if you you can. It's it's really good. Watch it if you haven't seen it. And if you have seen it, watch it again.
0: It's just so well acted. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So, okay, go on. Next one.
2: So, the next one, uh, you already recommended Joe. It's called Naked. (laughs) <laughs> on Netflix with Marlon Wayans I I watched it and had a lot of fun watching it I I really liked it um it definitely was like Groundhog Day and uh
0: <laughs> but it was I found it like I found, it, I found it to found be charming really enough charming. to be to be worthy to be made you know it's not like it was just like jerking off Groundhog Day and going hey, look what I did
2: right it was I, it was completely different in in that you know he's not a bad person he's just You know,
0: he's just a loser.
2: Right, he's just Peter Panning his way through life. He doesn't really want to grow up, right? And he has this fiance, you know, who who's successful and you know got her priorities in order. You know, she's really got her shirt together, and uh, (laughs) you know, and everybody around her doesn't think that he's good enough for her. Because he's, you know, a substitute teacher, and the, you know, it open The movie opens up with demonstrating that he's a really good teacher. He connects with the kids. That, you know, he slightly he inappropriately, seems, but sure, sure. And he seems to really enjoy what he does. But then he's like offered a full time position, he's like, "Nah, I I can only commit to two days a week. <laughs> that's you know, and that's that's. Nonsense, he's just afraid of moving you know? on, right? You know. And it's it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I felt like I was in good hands with Allstate, and uh, <laughs> and it was it was a lot of fun. Scott For anyone Foley. who doesn't know
0: why she would make that reference, Dennis Haysbert's in the movie. <laughs> yeah, uh. he, he plays
2: the uh, future father-in-law. Yes,
0: the unapproving, disapproving. What would you say? Disapproving.
2: Disapproving. disapproving. Yeah, he is he is a disapproving. She she's his princess. His wife is dead, and you know. She's he's she's way too good for him. Yep. And Scott Foley plays a lovable douchebag. Oh yeah, he's I, he's awful. He's charming he's awful, but he's charming as all get out, and I I really enjoyed his performance. Well, who doesn't well. like Scott
0: Foley? He's a dynamite hider. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's sitting there going, What? I have no idea what's going on. So he's in the jukebox. There's an episode of Scrubs where Scott Foley he plays like a foil to JD because uh Scott Foley's dating Elliot. And of course JD loves Elliot, which is pretty much the entire series. And they're playing a game of hide and go seek and they run into a bar and uh he's like Well
2: he runs into he runs into the bar first right. and he goes up to Turk and JD and he's like, Don't tell Elliot I was here or whatever. And he runs off and so Elliot comes in, she's like have you seen him? And
0: JD's about to like say something, but then he sees him. He's inside the jukebox and he's like, he decides not to because he's so impressed by his hiding ability. And he goes
1: <laughs> he's, he's a, a dynamite, dynamite,
0: dynamite hider. <laughs> 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 oh man.
2: Oh my goodness. Ah, so yeah, um, watch naked. It's 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 fun. It's fun. It it's fun, it's funny, it's heartwarming. And everybody's, you know, better off for watching it, in my opinion. Sure. So that is one, two, three. three. My next one, one is. A two, a three. <laughs> Number four is a movie called The Meyerowitz Stories.
0: Hmm. Parentheses.
2: Parentheses, I don't remember. New and selected. Yeah, new and selected.
0: It's a Noah Bombach. Is that a person? Yes, he's the writer director.
2: Okay. okay, so this movie stars Adam Sandler, Dustin Hoffman, Bill Ben Stiller, and some other people that I did not.
0: Emma recognize. Thompson. Oh, Emma
2: Thompson, and then some other people I didn't recognize or
0: know. Oh, it's stacked. Judd Hirsch. Mm.
2: Sigourney Weaver even plays a cameo of herself. <laughs> Sigourney
0: Weaver. I met Sigourney Weaver. She said, "Hello, Harold," and I said, "Hello, Sigourney." I think we're going to be friends.
2: <laughs> so Dustin Hoffman plays the patriarch of this family. So a, Matt,
0: what would they say on the good place for uh, an a-hole?
2: An ash hole.
0: An ash hole. Mm-hmm. He plays an ash hole. Yeah.
2: He is. He is a, a failed artist and he's bitter because. No, uh,
0: he, yeah, have, he's, he does. He does. No, no, no. He doesn't think he failed.
2: No, he just hasn't. He's just not successful yet.
0: The dude is so arrogant and so freaking narcissistic.
2: But he does go on that rant about uh, Judd Hirsch. And no. Right. Well, he and, thinks he's uh, a true
0: artist because he was never discovered. He thinks that's. And he thinks right. Judd Hirsch is a sellout and his, his art is more commercial, which is fine because it makes you more money. But he's like, oh, just because his art's more commercial doesn't mean it's better than mine. I'm a much better artist.
2: Right, but he's bitter that he didn't get that he didn't get the the fame and the fortune that
0: I don't know Hirsch got well, at, probably at one time, but I think he's told himself this lie that he believes it,
2: yeah, it's possible, but he has three children, uh <laughs> a girl and two boys. The boy and the girl appear to have the same mother,
0: Adam Sandler and uh what's her face? Yeah, the chick from homeland.
2: I'm going to call her Frumpy Frump. What's her name in the, in
0: the movie? I forgot. Jean. Jean. So Adam Sandler's character is Danny, right? Yeah. So Danny and Jean Danny have, have and the Jean. same mother. And they came along first. And then uh, Dustin Hoffman divorced their mother and married Ben Stiller's mother. And then they had Ben Stiller.
2: Right. And Ben Stiller is the prodigal son. You know, everybody, ever the world... Revolves around Ben Stiller, except when he when Dustin Hoffman's actually talking to Ben Stiller, nothing's ever good enough either.
0: Well, the way I put it when I was talking about it in the review is that I did a big old spoiler filled review, is that Ben Stiller got all of his focus, but all of his focus gets put through the lens of Harold Meyerowitz, who who's like, You'll never be as good as me. Right. So it's it's so, never true attention.
2: Right. So all these children are all effed up because, you know, they've been put through the ringer of Harold Meyerowitz, except Danny is is completely loyal. And Jean, for that matter, are completely loyal to Harold. They, you know, they want his. Well,
0: his, they want to they take want his care attention, him. <laughs> right? They want his approval they want you know there's they're those kids who are still searching for their father's approval and it is what it is i mean it's obvious and ben stiller's the guy who got nothing but approval but it was never really good enough it was never really true so he's like rejecting him you know the dynamics pretty simple to to understand it's just it's so well done the thing that i didn't like about the movie though is that there's no the only there's only one character with any sort of character arc you know, and that's Adam Sandler's I mean, character. Ben Stiller yeah. doesn't go through anything. Gene doesn't go through anything. Harold Meyerwitz, who defies death, doesn't change at all.
2: No, but I mean, Ben Stiller tried to block the sale of the house. You know, he he did have a small character arc.
0: But he's not really. He's the blocking of the house had nothing to do with, um, his dealings with his father. It Just had to do with his relationship with Danny and Gene. He just he realized that that was unfair to them.
2: Right, right. His his relationship with not only his father but with Danny and Jean was also incredibly fractured. Right, but you I know, wouldn't he, call that what, a
0: character arc just because he gave them a chance. Like he didn't really change. I think Ben Stiller started off as like a good uh, like a better person than uh Jean and Danny. You know what I'm saying? Like he, his character is pretty much the same throughout the whole movie.
2: I mean, I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily classify him as a good person better it's i think it's danny danny who goes through the
0: yeah danny goes through the most change because he realizes he's just like harold and then he changes it even says that's "That's my protest and i was like what the hell
2: (laughs) but it was it was fun to watch uh adam sandler do something different step outside of his comfort zone step outside of his box and for
0: sure he's fantastic too
2: you know prove that he can you know Prove what we what we've been saying for years that he can do more that he's a terrific actor you know he just needs to do it and he finally has and it's it was wonderful to watch. I yeah, I wonder how like. he got
0: involved. I know he's you know friends with Ben Stiller, but he, I didn't know this, but he's also really good friends with Dustin Hoffman. So I wonder if they huh. just both like pushed for him.
2: Maybe it's possible. Um, my my one my one critique about about the movie was that it was a touch long. Um, yeah, it's slow. Um, like the movie is cut up into chunks or stories and right. by the, like every time a new story would start, I'd be like, you know, after I got an hour and a half into the movie, every time the new story would start, I kind of thought to myself another one. But then by the time, by the end of the story, I I was glad I had watched it, right. you know,
0: that That's a really good way to kind of sum up how this movie works is it's kind of, it can get boring, but at the end right. I was kind of glad I watched it because it's really exactly. well done. It's just the people are so unlikable.
2: Oh my gosh, when they, <laughs> when, they just, when they start uh, beating up that car, oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. It's, it kind of reminded me of like, what if the Royal Tenenbaums just had real people instead of weird <laughs> extreme people? You know what I mean? That's, that's I never me saw of. the
2: Royal Tenenbaums, uh, okay, but so. it, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and everyone watch it. It's it's
0: on it Netflix. Can,
2: it it can be somewhat arduous, but just stick it out. it's, yeah, and if, it's worth it. If you it. got
0: kids, they definitely can't be in the room because there's like yeah, these no. weird breaks where there's Adam Sandler's daughter makes these movies that are just filled with nudity and sex. So
2: they they are semi pornographic and it in nature, and it I'm the first one that popped up on screen and Adam Sandler is just calmly watching it. I'm like, why? Yikes. Why? Why is he not immediately turning it off as soon as he sees his daughter's tits? Like, why? That's not his daughter. I wasn't sure. They were all, they looked kind of similar. It was like three different characters and and sounded kind of similar. So I wasn't sure if it was her or not.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure either, but I don't, I just kind of got the feeling that that wasn't her. Or else he probably wouldn't I, have been watching it.
2: I mean, he was clearly upset by it because, like, you know, not the movie hadn't finished it, finished yet, and he had turned he turned it off, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I probably should have watched this before watching it with you guys right? or something like that." But oh, it was, I w- I was like, "How does he not immediately like, no, 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 what am I watching? Turn right. it off, turn it off." Because you know, it's art,
0: it and they're an artist fan. And who cares? Next, <laughs> oh, whatever.
2: <laughs> 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 Next. And last, um, my last recommendation is a comedy special by Pat, Patton Oswalt called Annihilation. So I am a big Patton Oswalt fan. Um, I think he's really, really funny and I enjoy him in movies and stuff. And last year his wife passed away suddenly um, and, you know, he they have a small child and so he kind of stepped back from, you know, the Hollywood scene or whatever to deal with that. And this is his first comedy special coming back afterwards. And it's funny. It's it's funny, but it's also super heart-wrenching. And, you know, I'm, I was like crying in the middle of it. Cause, yeah. You know, he talks about what it was like, you know, when it happened and, you know how he how is he supposed to tell this 5-year-old girl that she's never going to see her mom again, you know? Right. And, and just dealing how with do being you, a you single know, parent. And how
0: do you turn that into a comedy special?
2: It, but he managed right. to do That's, it, you know. It
0: kind of shows you how good he is.
2: Right? It was it was funny and and sad and compelling. It, it was it was really good. All right. He, he's a he's a really good um he's a really good comedian and he just seems to be a overall really good human being you know
0: well you can't make that judgment but okay
2: (laughs) well I said seems to be he seems to be I don't I don't know
0: I'm just kidding he talks
2: about how it you know how it his biggest hang up was you know that that if his daughter was to only have one parent it didn't make any sense that it was that it ended up being him and not his wife you know yeah you know
0: the world's kind of bizarre, like that,
2: right? Right. So it's 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 good. Watch it.
0: All right. Okay. That was a giant chunk of recommendations from Angela. Matt, what do you
1: got? Buddy? Yay! I have two recommendations. Well, uh, bring it on. Well, the first is a book. A b o o k book. Yeah, that I uh started listening to on audiobook. Oh, I know um, what it is. Wheaton Will does Wheaton does the reading. Uh, you guys have recommended it before, and Shannon said you sh- Matt, you would like this. So I was like, okay, I guess so. But I didn't, never got around to uh, reading it or anything or listening uh, until I saw the trailer, and I was like, well, I've got to see it now. Why uh, would you
0: just take our word for it? It's
1: about video games. I don't like you guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I can get. Um, I just, I was, I had planned on. Listening and reading or whatever, but hadn't yet. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, "Well, I got to do that." Uh, it's called Ready Player One. Um, I'm not quite finished with it, so no spoilers. I've got like two and a half hours or so of listening to Will Wheaton to go. Will Wheaton, gotcha. Uh-huh. It uh, gets I, great. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's really, really good. You should all listen and read. And the
0: only thing I will say is they're going to have to make drastic changes to the movie, obviously. because Not because yeah. like they can't do it in movie form. I think a lot of it is very cinematic. But because mm-hmm. there's so many different properties, um, licensed properties in the, yeah. in the book. Well, did you
1: see the trailer?
0: Yeah, but they, they there's no way they can get all of them. There's just no way. No, 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 no,
1: no. I yeah. mean, it looks like they got a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ready Player One is a trailer that I could actually watch because I've already read the book. So th- there's mm. nothing going to be spoiled for me. So I actually sat down. I enjoyed the trailer. It got me real pumped.
1: Right. So Oh, that song too, Rush. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh if you haven't seen or and if you're a video game fan, then what the hell are you doing with your life? Go read or listen to Will Wheaton talk about it. Especially if you um, grew up in the eighties and you love eighties video right? games. You know, the thing is is uh like a lot of that stuff I didn't play until I was older, like Zork. Right. Um uh, there was a few other ones they mentioned. I was like, well, I recognize that, but... Right.
0: I but you like played 20.
1: Asteroids and Pac-Man. and
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually played... Me and Shannon played Black Tiger, which is a big part uh-huh. of the game. We played Black Tiger. There's a retro arcade. Uh, you can just pay 15 bucks. You play all you want all day. And That's we awesome. played Black Tiger. The game's awful. <laughs> it's super <laughs> hard. So, yeah. To play a VR first-person version of it would probably be better.
1: But what was the was there another um text based game he mentioned besides Zork? Yes. I forgot what it was, but I, I'm pretty sure I played that one too. Gotcha.
0: The whole uh conceit of the movie is predicated on a space adventure game made by Halliday. Yeah. So and it's not Zork, it's something else, but mm-hmm. something about Anorak, I'm sure. Anorak's advent I don't know, who cares. Anyways, next.
1: Uh, I had recommended this show like a long time ago, but I recently got to watching it again. Mm-hmm. It is called Timeless.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's cancelled time travel show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it got cancelled? I'm sure it did.
0: Oh. With
2: Time Travel Girl.
0: I've seen the the dude who's on that show, the black guy. He's a, on other stuff like a, as mm. a regular, so I'm sure that that mm. show got cancelled.
1: <laughs> mm. That's disappointing! Yeah. Um... <laughs> I like it. It's it's starting to get actually better than what it had been. Like before, it was like, "Well, this is entertaining. I'll watch this," but now it's like, "Whoa, there's some plot twists and stuff that they're building up to, and uh, a lot of the history too is is entertaining to watch because they go all over the place." Oh, never
0: mind. It got renewed.
1: <gasps> what? <clears throat> so it got
0: renewed for a season too. They canceled it, but then like they decided to go. NBC's like, "Nah, we'll, we'll keep it around." All right, yes, there you go. You're gonna get a second season. <laughs> yeah. I was premature in my oh, If only
2: they'll do that with uh, Dollhouse, I'll be happy.
0: Dollhouse. <laughs> Dollhouse lasted as long as it should have.
2: I know, but still. I love Eliza Dishku. Yeah,
0: who doesn't? She's the little girl All from right. True Lies.
2: She is. Giving her dog peanut butter and whatnot.
0: Throwing away her snow globe. Anyways, Matt, timeless. <laughs> you, you think it's, it's getting stronger as the season goes on? We're going to oh, get yeah, to season yeah. two?
1: definitely um yeah they you can tell there's some kind of plot twist coming up they they're building up to it and so that's i don't know if you would call it a plot twist in that sense but uh, yeah it's um they de- they dive into the historical factors a lot but like a few of the episodes they get into they're like they mention stuff going on but then like there's no historic there's har- hardly any kind of historical value and it's a little disappointing but I mean they kind of have to follow the story along that's that's basically gotcha. the strong point. Well,
0: I'm sure they want to I'm sure they have to stay away from historic events as much as they can because like once you start getting involved in that you get involved with the repercussions of changing with the timeline and
1: No they oh they've already gotten like a ton of that stuff. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean even little things could change stuff forever so
1: Right. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 all I got.
0: Okay. What you got, Joe? What do I got? Well, let me get back to my no Um, Me and Adam have both recommended this movie called Bone Tomahawk.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, If you guys haven't seen it, you really should. It is a Western starring Kurt Russell. And that's really all I should have to say for you to go, <laughs> sounds good to me. Um, But it's also got Patrick Wilson in it, and he's really good. But uh, it's made by Who this that? guy... Who? Who's Patrick Wilson? Uh, you will know him as the guy who's in every horror movie. <laughs> um, Specifically? Uh, he's in The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, Insidious, Insidious 2. Who is
2: he in? Who is he in The Conjuring?
0: He's the main guy. The Ed husband?
2: Warren. The husband? Oh, okay.
0: Um, he was right. Owlman in The Watchmen. Um, he's a really good actor, and he's he doesn't do like huge movies, but he he's really good in whatever he's in. So, anyways, he's in Bone Tomahawk. Um, but Bone Tomahawk was made by this guy named S. Craig Zailer, who is quickly becoming like my favorite writer director (laughs) because he made this other movie called Brawl and Cell Block 99, starring Vince Vaughn. And Vince (laughs) Vaughn, it does not play Vince Vaughn; he plays. This guy named Bradley Thomas. He's totally, completely different from anything you've ever seen. He's not quick talking; he's slow talking. Weird. Yep. He's absolutely violent, but justified.
2: It's, you know, I can actually see—I can actually see Vince Vaughn being violent.
0: Just he's a very big guy because <laughs> he's like six-five, right? And in this movie, he plays an ex-boxer. But like every—the thing that I really enjoyed watching Vince Vaughn do in this movie is every single thing he does is measured. He weighs every single thing he does, whether it's beating the hell out of four people and murdering them or just putting a tarp over a car. He's like watching every single thing he does. And it's almost like he doesn't <clears> feel <throat> adrenaline because he's able to keep his head in any situation. But anyways, Weird. Um, it's also got Jennifer Carpenter in it from Dexter, and she's really good in it. But uh, the movie is she
2: still retarded skinny. Yeah. Yuck.
0: The movie's like okay. super duper good. It's really well acted. Vince Vaughn's great in it. It's gory and violent and disgusting and awesome, which is right up your alley. Which is seemingly like what S. Craig Zailer's best at, because Bone Tomahawk was shocking, shockingly violent. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would call it Western horror. Well, this then this is just it. This is just violence on screen, but it's done so well. It's pretty great. Ugh, there's some scenes in it that are rough, man. <laughs> But if you like Vince Vaughn, I would highly recommend I do like
2: Vince Vaughn. I love Vince Vaughn. I think he's highly underrated.
0: He's real good. Uh, The next movie I want to recommend halfway is this movie called American Made with Tom Cruise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's just, there's some huge, it's Tom Cruise and What's His Face, the guy who directed Edge of Tomorrow, Doug Liman. They made this movie. It's about a true story about this guy who ran drugs. He's an American pilot. And he kind of gets recruited by the CIA but ends up running drugs for Mexican cartels like, you know, Escobar and all those guys. And it's a true story about his life. Um, So if you want to look up what happens to him, you can. Uh, The movie's pretty good. What I liked about it is Tom Cruise isn't um, like this supernaturally huge action star in the movie. He's just an actor doing a part. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: I mean, sure. that's probably where Tom Cruise belongs. I mean, I don't, I don't believe for a second that he's, you know, the Mission Impossible guy.
0: <laughs> right, but that's fun to watch. At least Mission Impossibles are. The Mummy was not fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> but this, he's just acting in the movie, which is good, which is something I haven't seen in a while. I can't remember the last time he just did a, a small movie, a smaller movie. I mean, this isn't small by any means, but... Uh, it's pretty good. He does a good job. Um, I, I had a problem with, like, his wife is super young in the movie, which doesn't make sense. But I guess he's playing a much younger guy, so I guess it does make sense. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know what to say.
2: Can he? can he play a much younger guy? Yeah, well,
0: yeah. The dude looks like he's 30 still.
2: Does he, though?
0: Yes, he does. <laughs> Look at the movie. You'll see. <laughs> uh, he, Dom Hall Gleason's also in the movie, yeah. and he's really good. He plays a a, a guy who, who works is. for the CIA. Dom Hall Gleason... Um, Let's see. What would you know him from? Star Wars Episode Seven.
2: Who did he play in that?
0: He's like the main Empire dude, not Kylo Ren, the redhead.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: He's in a movie gotcha. called About Time that was super charming with Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, that dude! Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, he's he's real good in American Made. He's he's like an a hole, <laughs> and it's awesome. So. I would I would recommend it for the most part. I would, I don't remember what I rated it. I put it on the site, but I think I think it's like a seven out of ten. I think that's fair. The well, story it's definitely
2: recommend worthy then.
0: Yeah, the story I think has just it's been done to death. They've this character, this real life character, has been in other movies. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the story of running drugs to America has been done elsewhere. I mean, it's there's a show on Netflix called Narcos, which is about this very thing, which might be better. Fair. You know, I don't I don't really know how to say it, but this is fine. You know? Okay. It's interesting enough. Yeah. Seven out of ten. And last thing I want to All recommend, right. Angela, you're gonna love, it's a podcast from Wondery, and Wondery specializes in true crime um, for Ooh. the most part. Uh they have some fictional podcasts as well, but this is called Dirty John. <laughs> Sorry, what? Dirty John. <laughs> and it's a podcast it's about hookers. Nope. Mm. Not at all. Oh, it's about a wow! It's about a guy who is very much like our dad. Oh, a complete well, psychopath. That doesn't sound like
2: something I want to listen to.
0: But he's like <laughs> he's a guy who goes and he marries these women and then takes them for their money.
2: Mm. If only our dad were smart enough to have done that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Then is... We would have
2: been born into money anyway.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> This guy's uh, he's a complete psycho, and it's about this lady and about his relationship and about how he like totally swept her off her feet and then what happens from there. It's a uh, it's a short series, uh, like Wondery is good with. Like, um, I recommended their podcast Inside Psycho before, and they also did one about the Black Dahlia killings, and they've done one about Inside Exorcist where they go talk about how the movie Exorcist was made and stuff, stuff behind there, but. Um, I think this is only six episodes, so you can, oh, okay. you can blow through it pretty quick, and it's Hands fascinating. Down. It goes. The reason why I say it, it's it's not like normal true crime in that we're not discussing a we're discussing a crime that's been committed, right? But it's it's from like a slightly different skew, and I don't want to spoil anything, but it it just doesn't end in the normal way a true crime podcast podcast does. So mm-hmm. I will highly, highly recommend it. I, pfft, yeah, I blew through it pretty fast.
2: What's it called again? Oh, Dirty, dirty John.
0: John from Wondery. <laughs> I thought you said Dirty Johnson. <laughs> I just uh, said
2: dirty John.
0: Why don't you just go enjoy uh, your Dirty Johnson this week? <laughs> I think so I'm on going. that note, we don't have <laughs> Shannon here, but she left us a gift, guys.
1: Yay. <gasps> No, it is time for Santa's Impression Corner. Uh, uh, yeah. My head is rocking.
0: Let's go our separate
1: <laughs> ways, guys. All right.
0: This is a long one. She canned it. It's about a minute long. All right.
1: Uh, I can laugh oh, freely. Oh, She's not here, right? Yes. Right?
0: Okay. So here we go. You guys ready? I'm so hmm. ready. All right.
2: You know... The best coaching job I ever did that wasn't tonight. It was last season. When we were 14 and 15 and we had a losing season, but goddamn it, those kids gave me their heart. They gave me everything. And it wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough for me, wasn't good enough for you, wasn't good enough for anybody. This is pathetic. I mean, it's pathetic. I've become what I despise. Cheated, <laughs> cheated myself. I cheated basketball. There's two words I didn't think ever would come out of my mouth. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever be able to say. I quit. <laughs>
0: I gotta say, it was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't bad.
2: (laughs) I don't know what it was,
0: but I love it. You don't know what it was? Matt, do you have any idea?
1: No, I want to say... Who's yours? But I don't think that's a... You're close.
0: Uh, I'll give you a hint, okay? Uh, How do I give you a hint? Okay, Shaquille O'Neal was in the movie. I thought the uh, only
2: movie he was in was Shazam.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. He was also in Steel. Come on.
2: Oh, sorry. I am not familiar with Shaq's full okay, catalog.
0: Well, then I'm going to do an emergency recommendation. If you guys have never oh, seen this goodness. movie, you need to see this movie. <laughs> no, no. It's legit great. Okay. It's called uh, Blue Chips. Oh, uh, uh, okay. yeah. And her impression was of Nick Nolte. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's a pretty good Nick Nolte, I oh can say, for that... a girl doing it. That's amazing. Because
0: he's so gravelly like when he gets down low like that. Yeah. I become right. what I despise. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So let's see. Uh, Matt, let's hear your Nick Nolte.
1: <gasps> Skipper, we're going down. <laughs>
0: Angela.
2: I don't. I don't know. I, I. I'm not really familiar with Nick Nolte. I think the only thing I've ever seen him in was 48 Hours, and it was so long ago I don't even remember the movie.
0: Just say, "Come on, convict." Come on, convict. There we go. That's a Nick Nolte. It's good enough. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Shannon's impression corner, and on to Ginger Dead Man, starring another great actor of the same time period, Gary Busey.
2: Uh, can we just keep talking about random stuff instead? And no, this is great, and I'm going to shock you.
0: <laughs> I am going to shock you, which I'm not. I'm not all that shocked by. But anyways, guess the Rotten Tomato score: seventy four.
1: Matt, uh, fifty one. Matt,
0: you win by prices right rules. It is a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and oh, I can I can honestly disgusting. see how it got there. I can honestly see how it got there I because can't. this movie is awful. This is the worst movie we've ever done. The Ginger yes, Dead man. I'd
2: rather I would rather watch Masters of Disguise every day for a year.
0: But that that's the thing. I would much rather watch, watch, this watch movie the Ginger ever Dead again. Man. I would rather watch the Ginger Dead Man than Master of Disguise. No. <laughs> Cause there's something no. for one, for one, the runtime like if you incru- if you include the the beginning credits, which is like six minutes, and you include the ending credits, which was like nine minutes, the runtime's only seventy minutes long. <laughs> So the old right. the, the actual movie is only in the 50 minute range.
2: Which is still 30 minutes too long. <laughs> this is a goosebumps episode, I'm telling you. Hey. It, it's terrible. <laughs> it,
0: it's it's also made really poorly. Like I have written here the movie looks like it was shot in 1989 <laughs> on a Motorola Razor. <laughs> 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 and oh. like this is 2005. There is I re- I can't honestly think of a reason why the movie looks like the video looks so horrible other than they shot it on VHS. It looks like you taped it off of HBO and then you made a copy of that tape and gave it to your friend.
2: Right. It it looks really bad.
0: Like seriously, I the can go and well, make this movie really on bad. my iPhone and it would look way better.
2: <laughs> Probably.
0: You know, way better.
2: Especially on your uh plus with the better camera and all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean
0: it shoots 4K, so Right. So, so.
2: But it looks bad. The acting is bad. The plot is stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah, Uh, but uh, it's bad in a good way. Like watching Gary Busey at the beginning of this movie. So the movie starts off. He's like he's like killing people in a diner. There's no reason, no rhyme or reason for it. You know that he's a psychopath, and he's like, I got to do it for mother. Which it kind of comes back, kind of doesn't. But he's. I kind of want to see Gary Busey in more stuff. I know he's lost uh,
2: his freaking mind. Gary Busey has completely lost his mind, which is I don't probably
1: think he ever why was sane to begin with. Like I think he's yeah, one but of I'm, those people that was. I, just it made like... it
0: reminded me. I kind of like Gary Busey. I mean,
2: I completely, I completely believe that he's a psycho. I, I mean, <laughs> his his performance is completely over-the-top ridiculous beauty, you know, but I just, he was definitely a bright spot or something. I I, I don't know. I got, you know, I just liked him.
0: (sighs) It looks like he's doing stuff still, but they're all like, none of it's like, I don't think anyone's going to see it. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs)
2: As nobody should have seen this.
0: I'm glad I watched it, to be honest with you.
2: I'm viscerally angry that
0: I watched it. Looks great. Let's talk about it.
2: Oh, my god! So,
0: right at the beginning, like, he's shooting these people in his diner, and he says this line that I just, this made me kind of like the movie, okay? He tells the girl, he goes, shut up, say it again. So, like, which one is it? Right? (laughs) I was like, "This this guy's insane. <laughs> and I kind of loved it. Oh, then I was like, I okay, just... so this movie's self-aware that it's really bad. Yeah. Which is not always the case.
1: Is it though?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Could yeah, I could yeah.
0: I'll tell you why I think
1: the whole
0: when the, the whole gin- thing seems like Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead.
1: <laughs> I, the whole thing seems like a setup to the punchline got milked. Like that's they were, they were they were waiting for that moment
0: <laughs> you know, I kinda believe you, I kinda believe that that, that this was the reverse engineered from, hey, what if we had an evil gingerbread man, and we ate him and, and we say got milk, I yep. love that, but it's pretty much how it went down, so the reason why I know this movie it, is self aware oh is because when the ginger Dead man makes the Mexican girl into a cookie or something, he gives her gumdrop nipples. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Those weren't gumdrops, they were cherries. Oh, cherries.
0: Sorry, cherry nipples. Yeah. So That's a, that's how I knew that they knew what they were doing.
2: I th- See, I think that they just thought that would be hilarious. Yeah. Because this movie was written by 12-year-old retards.
0: <laughs> so, I have to honor my mother. What the hell's going on? Yeah, okay, so he he kills, he shoots a girl, but she doesn't die. Um, And we get her doing a, a really... Really awful monologue, and one of my well, favorite things. He killed things, her brother. He, he killed her brother, brother and her dad. Yeah, but he shot her. Doesn't? There's no ramifications. Like you never see that she was actually shot or whatever. Um, right, it's just fine, and she's just baking up a storm. All right, technical difficulty over. Uh, the thing I love about really bad movies is like if they have this really awful monologue where they're just like almost saying it to camera. That that makes it up for me. Like I can. I can really watch that all day long. Uh Miami Connection. They literally have like a group of people standing behind this dude while he steps out in front in the spotlight, like in a play, and he does a monologue, and it's so funny. It is so great. So in the spirit of having fun here, Matt, give us the monologue,
1: buddy. Happy birthday, big brother. I almost forgot. I guess we won't be driving to Dallas to celebrate the big two one after all, huh? <laughs> you guys have to mute your mic. <laughs> Come on, keep it going. Well, wherever you are up there, I hope they have strippers and Morningstar. I miss you guys. So, I miss you guys.
0: It must be. Brother. Talking about her dad, but she doesn't mention her. Did they cut out a section about her dad, too?
2: Maybe. Maybe they were just like, oh, this monologue is way too
1: long. It shows her looking at his
0: picture. I I don't know. Right. You want to give it a shot, Angela? Uh, See see if you can do better than this stupid chick. uh,
2: (sighs) (laughs) Well, sure. Okay. Happy birthday, big brother. (laughs) I almost forgot. I guess we won't be driving to Dallas to celebrate the big two one after all. (laughs) Huh?
1: <laughs>
2: well wherever you are up there. I hope they have strippers in morning. Turn
1: you guys
0: fantastic. <laughs>
2: that is what this movie should have been, because then that would have made me laugh at least.
0: She <laughs> says it like she's talking. She's just like, "Happy birthday, big brother." She does, she doesn't really like. She doesn't put any emotion into it whatsoever.
2: No, like and she's a- reading it off a piece of paper.
0: It's a little odd that she wishes for her brother that he would have strippers.
2: (laughs) Well, that was the whole thing is that for his 21st birthday, they were going to go to Vegas
0: and 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 go to the strip club. But, okay. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) You're my sister. What would you say if I invited Uh, you to a strip club with me? No, I'm good. Yeah, I think that's Uh, what normal people would say. Feel like, like you want
2: to go to a bar instead? We could just drink and not have naked ladies around us. Right? Is that cool?
0: I don't want to see I, I, you in your sweatpants getting a boner, brother. Uh- <laughs>
2: <laughs> there are a lot of things about this whole brother sister thing that I don't understand.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like, thought they were husband for and
2: instance, wife. Well, no. For instance, you're you're my brother, Joe. Yep. And if you were murdered right in front of me, I would not set foot in that place ever again. Okay. I, you know, that's why, why, how, why in God's name would she go to that same place day after day after day? Moreover, fight to save the place from. What,
0: hold on what, a second. What is, Am I misremembering this? They weren't killed in the bakery, were they? Yeah. I thought they were killed in a diner. They were the killed in a was, diner. Yeah. The yeah. diner
2: was like the front of the bakery, though. I don't think so. You don't think so?
0: No, I think they were just. That's at what a diner. I got.
2: Oh, well, that's what I got, so maybe I just, I, I don't
0: know. I watched it this morning. Somewhere else in Waco, Texas. Well, it blew by fast. You didn't have enough time to really. So the other thing we get, too, yeah. is right after her bad manalogue, man we get a phantom voiceover. You hear Gary mm-hmm. Busey talking to her, but it's not stuff yep. that he said before. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. So, so is she an insane person it's... just imagining that Gary Busey's talking to her?
2: Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I got the impression that it was supposed to be like his spirit follows her around. Because I, think he
1: was, her I think it was. I think you. I think he was whispering from the gingerbread box.
0: <laughs> well, that didn't show up yet. So, a cloaked figure—you know, a person in an actual black cloak—drops mm-hmm. off a giant container of gingerbread seasoning, which isn't a thing.
2: <laughs> no, it's not a thing. Gingerbread uh. is made with ginger and molasses. That gingerbread seasoning, right? It's that
0: not a th- is retarded. It's just actually. I'm gonna go ahead and assume was Gary Busey's ashes mixed with some ginger.
2: Maybe can we assume that I, this is I don't know.
0: sure
1: mixed with some voodoo
0: and brick? So it never comes back though. The, you hear about the mother like a couple times, but you don't ever see her come back. Yep. You hear about her at the very very end of the movie. When they're like, some old yep. lady gave us these gingerbread men, and they all have googly eyes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> There's something up with those gingerbread men. Ugh. Oh my god! They ran out of money.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the guy who plays Brick is awesome.
2: So, but how disgusting is this bakery?
0: Oh, it's gross. How? I his they would, name is Rick of all time.
2: No, it's Brick. Oh, okay. How, how do they not? how have they not been closed down by the health department right because apparently they can just bleed right into the flower not even not that even they're not even wearing gloves it. well that's that's actually not uncommon in a in a completely in in a setting where you don't have to interact with customers or handle money yeah,
0: if you're right only but dealing if you've washed with food, your hands, but brick just shows up from the side there and i don't think right. he's ever washed his hands let alone
2: probably not that day probably not but and, he he bleeds into yeah. the flower, and In, nobody notices
0: it's into how the gingerbread not seasoning, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but how do you not notice that?
0: Well, I, we I, had I, to I, notice I, it because I, him bleeding into the gingerbread seasoning <laughs> was the longest establishing shot <laughs> oh of all time.
2: It was like eight slow motion drops it was of ten blood beats too long. It was way too long.
0: And here's what it was I'm gonna so
2: ridiculous. I'm gonna go
0: ahead and posit this right now. They shot this movie, and they used every second of footage they shot.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, because they shot the movie and went, "Oh, no. oh no, <laughs> we only ha- we only- <laughs> we only have 52 minutes,
1: right? Which is the,
2: we better we better make it triple. You know, make the blood." Sp- the Blood Drops, we've got cut that three times in a row together and add nine minutes of credits in the, in the beginning and seven minutes of credits at the end or right.
0: whatever it was. And you have, what, seven actors in this movie? Why was there so many credits? <laughs> I have no idea.
2: The uh. production... Plus, the production value on this on this movie would consist of, like, four behind-the-scenes people, too. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, their dolly shots were a dude on a skateboard holding his phone. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: there, there's nothing fancy about this movie.
1: Ugh. Oh,
2: my gosh. So, we
0: get... This is supposed to be taking place in Waco, Texas. Yeah. And so, they have to throw in some ethnic flair. They got a Mexican chick. What's her name? She Laura, did or, not
1: sound Mexican <laughs> very well. No, uh, Lorna. Lorna. Lorna.
0: Ugh. Yeah. And then we get, this is where we get the exposition too about this, about uh, Gary Busey's cremation, the the ashes were sent to his mother, which is like, okay, fine, he's the gingerbread seasoning, great. Right. And then we get like another really, really, really long establishing shot of the blood being mixed in with the dough. Yeah. And it takes yeah. way too long.
2: Way too long. It, it's like 45 minutes of just mixing the dough. How do you not notice? How do you not notice there is blood in your dough? It's so gross. Not yeah. to mention when she's rolling it out and making her a little gingerbread man, it's not gingerbread. It's just no, not it's gingerbread. Bread dough. It's like. Right?
0: And the gingerbread seasoning like is not mixed it. in. No. Like, I've made gingerbread. <laughs> it does not look like that.
2: No. It's brown. Uh. From and the then molasses,
0: to, like this is Texas. You know, it's supposed to be taking place in Texas, so gunshots outside aren't like that shocking. But the mom is drunk with a fifth of Jack shooting, and
2: she is a <laughs> she is a crack shot.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. She could shoot one rope of a banner from two hundred yards away <laughs> with
2: a shotgun. <laughs> with a
0: shotgun. Oh, oh boy,
2: it is ridiculous.
0: She so that lady is kind of the, fun in this movie.
2: She is a little bit until she gets her finger chopped off, then she gets weird.
0: Well, the whole thing gets weird.
2: <laughs> so she, so it's established that she's a drunkard. You know, her son and her husband were murdered, so she took to the bottle for comfort or whatever. Mm-hmm. A big uh, chain bakery or something is is. I think it's just setting a up across restaurant. the street. Yeah, which I don't understand why they would be competition for a bakery, but whatever.
0: So they're
2: you know, they're I gonna think- be put on they're <laughs> gonna go out of because look at us, we're we're not we're nothing, you know, basically.
0: I think Ginger Cowboy his deal was he didn't necessarily want to like put them out of business because they were a bakery. He wanted to put them out of business because they were a run down old shop. Right. He didn't and- want his uh- clientele having to look at their eyesore. Oh,
2: Goodness. Which
0: looking at their hand drawn sign? Right. I would I can kind of agree with them. Come on, guy. <laughs> you could have used you could have used paint on your sign and not just Crayola crayons. That would have been nice.
2: Mm, not with the budget for this movie, That's I would true.
0: imagine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gary Busey did that sign himself.
2: And is it now that we're introduced to his Daughter,
0: his slag whore of a daughter, yeah,
2: yeah, Miss Teen or Miss Face Miss Pretty Face Waco, Waco or yeah, <laughs> Shut Miss up. Pretty Face Waco. Oh my god,
1: Ugh. I expected her to be a lot uglier.
2: And then like there's I a scene her where to be a lot prettier.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Brick comes well, back kidding. and starts talking to Sarah again, where she does monologue number two, and they're in like the front of the shop, and I think Brick's a completely different dude. <laughs> Probably <laughs> he doesn't look like the same guy.
1: <laughs> he probably
2: has
1: Gary skateboard. Busey killed the original actor. Maybe so. <laughs> he ate him. No,
2: no, because the <laughs> original actor comes back at the end. He must have like had a skateboard competition that day or something. So
0: He's got some.
2: No, like, he hey, kind of look like him.
0: He was out for real life watching <laughs> wrestling. He just couldn't come to set that day.
2: Right.
0: The other thing is, I think this movie was shot in a day. Probably. You know, at least, you know, at most, maybe two. Oh, well. So the dough is As, not mixed. Oh. And she just, she said, at first she goes, I'm making muffins. But no, instead she just, she makes a giant gingerbread man.
2: Right. Who makes a giant, who make
0: what? what? She makes a, she has all this dough, and she makes a gingerbread man.
2: And it's, it's literally like three feet tall.
0: Yeah, yeah. This, it's, it's pretty this, big.
2: This cookie cutter she has to handle with both hands. It is ginormous.
0: But then she just throws all that dough away, right? She makes she dresses up for a little gingerbread is man. She running? And the the, no, I, loved, going in the dirt. I took a side by side of what her gingerbread man looked like, and then what it instantly looked like once it was baking in the oven.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: they are not the same.
2: No, instantly it it looks like a gingerbread man. It like, looks like the correct dough, and it you know it's all brown and right, like, it's and then it's completely
0: different shaped, completely mm-hmm. different. It's probably about a foot shorter, right? You know,
2: and the decorations are all different too.
0: And then like, so it's not enough that we get magic ashes that are shoved into some gingerbread seasoning that once they get mixed with blood, they turn alive. Because like earlier in the dough, we saw the something like a hand was reaching out of the dough. Yeah, no, there's not just that like.
2: Yeah, that's not enough. Then the the oven gets struck by lightning.
0: Is it lightning, or is it just like...
2: I don't know. No, it's a power surge, because the girls are catfighting like stupid people. Right, and
0: they hit the the fuse box. And they
2: run into the fuse box, and that causes this ridiculous, visible surge of electricity into the oven...
0: That's not a thing. Which makes
2: Gary Busey wake up.
0: So this is a, an incredibly specific set of circumstances that it takes to make this ginger dead man. Right. How did the cloaked figure know all this would happen? I don't know. You are just wishing upon a star at this point. You're like, I'm just going to drop this off and hopefully, hopefully I mean, maybe someone they, bleeds in maybe it.
2: They weren't, maybe they weren't trying to create a ginger dead man. Maybe they were just trying to poison people with human remains.
0: N- no, because she makes ginger dead man at the end of the movie too.
2: I know. It's, so I don't know. Just trying to make sense of this. So
0: did she electrocute her oven too? I don't know. Like, does she have this recipe? I don't understand <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> I, don't I don't understand what's happening.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: And oh. then all of a sudden, there's a dude named Amos.
2: Yeah, and I don't, he, he's I, got I don't a know chain
0: wallet and jorts.
2: I don't know if I blink <laughs> or what, but where did this guy come from? Who he's is this guy.
0: He's Slagathor's boyfriend.
2: No, not boyfriend, because she she says to the other girls, she's like, yeah. I don't like guys make or I don't like other girls making eyes at my man, even though we're not together.
0: Right, like, her boy toy.
2: Yeah, yeah, but where would he come from?
0: I'm guessing his, like, his sweet car.
2: <laughs> I feel like I clink, I blinked, and all of a sudden he's in the you back clinked? by the oven. Break! I blinked, and he's back by the oven, breaking up a girl fight. I don't really right. see what's happening.
0: And Sarah knows him. Somehow. They're already they're already familiar. They're, well, it's a small town. I'm guessing, even though Waco's not yeah. exactly a small town. So she
1: says that they no. she he came to her birthday. Right? They were something.
0: friends when they were kids. They all went to school together. It seems like, but. Like, right. that's not been established. All of a sudden, you're just like, okay, well, this guy's here.
2: So why is she the only one with a southern accent? Not Slagathor. Why is she the only one with a southern accent? they daddy southern are accents. the only ones. No,
1: they don't. Sarah does. There's, the other actors are just really bad at it. Yeah, and like, they're trying.
0: Oh, I mean, they're yeah. trying. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I didn't pick up a single southern accent from anybody th- but Sl- Slagathor and daddy.
0: Well, they're they're caricatures of a southern accent. Like uh when she's doing that monologue that Matt read, that's kinda how she kinda sounds exactly like how Matt sounded. Happy birthday, big brother. You know, it's just it's really She's trying, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so I also Do couldn't think tell you she got
2: a participation trophy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe. Uh the gingerbread man the ginger dead man is a really bad special effect.
2: It's so bad,
0: and their reaction to it is really, really bad.
2: Their reaction to it—it it doesn't make any sense the entire time. I mean, I mean, when they first see it, they didn't say what. What is that? They said, or they didn't say what is he? Right. They said, what is he doing? <laughs> what do you mean?
0: What is he doing?
2: Is a walking, talking nope. gingerbread man?
0: That is a giant nope. You see a talking, walking gingerbread man. You go, nope, and you leave.
2: Right, and you burn the building down behind you. Like, seriously. The entire movie, I'm fuming because I'm like, they could just leave. Why don't they just leave? And they actually bring it up. They're like, we should just leave. And they're like, no, we can't leave. Why? Why can't you leave? It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. leave. Uh, Left. And they didn't.
0: Yeah, they they didn't leave. And
2: Slagathor was the only one who actually made any kind of sense in this entire process
0: because she was totally like, "I don't
2: like this. I don't like this guy. I don't like this thing. I don't. I don't like this situation. And I think we need to leave." And they're like, "No, right? I have a gun. That's gonna stop it."
0: So, like, I can't. I couldn't. Also, tell just to skip back. Was the ginger dead man? Was he an animatronic or a puppet, or was he a dude in a suit?
2: I have no idea. That they
0: he shrunk was down.
1: A sock puppet that they converted. <laughs> sock.
0: <puppets.
1: laughs>
0: That's funny. Um, I
2: I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. I don't, he,
0: I don't. you know what he does do? He does cut off the mama's finger in the longest yeah. scene of all time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like Like the the, she's just like approaching it so yes cautiously (laughs) like with her finger out like oh what's this
0: she looks like she's about to um I don't know like
2: tickle it she looks like she's about to Pillsbury Doughboy the thing
0: but she's approaching
2: it for at least six and a half minutes yeah and then finally
1: Doughboy
2: and then finally Gary Busey's like "Ha ha cuts <laughs> off her finger. I'm
0: yeah, like, it does, uh, it's bad. It's really bad. But it's funny because the finger goes flying through the air.
2: Uh, it's not funny. <laughs> 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 I'm literally at this point in the movie like, are you kidding me?
0: And then we shift over to Amos and Sarah and they got a little heat going on between them. Which yeah. I found that moment when they're in the generator room to be like genuinely charming. Uh,
2: I, but, I'm just like why, why, why do we have this, dude, this little? Why do we have this little romantic moment in the mo- middle of this stupid movie?
0: To give him a reason to fight for her because this is all about her because Gary Busey's coming after her because he didn't kill her. He's got to do it I for mean, mother.
2: Well, that was the thing. That was the other thing is when they present when they first presented Amos, they presented him as if he were Slagathor's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like they never said it, but it was presented that way. And then when they first. See something weird going on or whatever, and they haul all Sarah in the corner. Yeah, right. He's all hugging up on Sarah. I'm like, what is going on? Isn't well, he supposed I wouldn't to be with like, what's her face? Either me neither, but I thought at the time that I mean, it was her so boyfriend. I'm like, what is happening right
0: now? We get Ginger Cowboy versus Ginger Dead Man outside while this crap's going on. And yeah. So the Ginger Dead Man, he's got like something he's using to control the pedal of the car. <laughs>
2: It's like, it looks like a giant piston.
0: But it's only, a ah, implement. Yet he can power break yeah. the car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which takes two yep. feet. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm just piling on at this point. But Ginger, Ginger Cowboy versus Ginger Dead Man is not a fair fight. The Ginger Dead Man obviously wins. Smashes him up against a wall.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: And then, like, I- back inside, the Mexican girl, like we said before, has, like, been baked into a confection. And I want to know... Does he have a supernatural power to wrap people up in confections, like a spider or like a killer clown from outer space? Or, or did he just do that real quick? Like he knocked her out and then built that around her, which do you think more likely? And then
2: likely? Drag, drug her into the... Right, right, right. I think it's more likely that, that he knocked her out, dragged her into the freezer, and then decorated her like a cake.
0: Okay. You don't think with he's, her little like, cherry he's nipples. shooting like, spider wrap out of his butthole? And, like, wrapping her up like a confection? Judging them from the rest of the movie,
1: I I would say so, yeah.
0: Okay.
2: You think so? Mm -hmm.
0: In the end, it doesn't really matter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think I care enough to...
0: And speaking of not caring, what's up with Blondie Slagathor? She doesn't care at all that her dad got killed.
2: Oh, no, she cared. When she goes out to the... Car, she's like, "No, Daddy, you can't leave me. I need you." Daddy. I think it was
1: an I think it was an actual joke because like she finds his ring and she's like, "Oh, well, this is interesting." Yeah, and she then she's takes like, his, his
0: ring off his hand. She doesn't like cry. And she, I don't.
2: know. She
0: seemed pretty
1: upset. She, I don't. She was so. crying. She was crying a little bit. Then she saw the ring and she was like, "Well, I'll miss you." Yeah,
0: exactly. She got over
1: it real fast. Oh well. <laughs> I don't know. And
2: Ugh. then
0: they find old Mexican girl, and what like. They, she's been turned into, basically, a boob pie. Yep. You know, so what would you call that, a titty pie? With Sherry's Yeah, on top? titty
2: pie. Yeah, yeah.
0: What? How do you get rid of that? You put a blanket on her.
2: Yep, because she's cold. She's been in the freezer. Gotta, right, but gotta, when she comes back they gotta later... they warm her up.
0: Cause, Oh, she comes back. She doesn't look like she, she was covered in confections at all. She doesn't
1: look like anything <laughs> no. had ever happened to her.
0: No,
2: she definitely took a shower and...
0: If this movie was super self-aware... They would have took all the stuff off of her, but left the cherries on her boobs. <laughs> Which that, is
2: why I don't think it is self-aware. I think there was just some guy going, this would be really funny if we did this. Right. Well, you know, that's, <laughs> you got that's really a
0: level of self-awareness, but... Oh, man. Ugh. And did anybody else think that Sarah seemed like really desperate when she tried to kiss Amos? Like,
2: I don't know. I, I thought he tried to kiss her. I, I don't no, know.
0: No, she she just went in. She went all one hundred. She didn't go the ten like Hitch taught us.
2: <laughs> right.
0: She's hard up for some peen, I think.
2: She's probably had a crush on him for since forever or, you know, whatever and
1: she's cranking. And he always engine. dated
2: you know, he always dated the pretty girls like Slagathor and never right. gave her a time of day and now they're thrust into this horrible situation together. I have my here's my chance.
0: Um, Gross. Then we go back to Slagathor and she's like checking her face out in a mirror. Then the ginger dead man goes, how about a facial? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, movie. (laughs) Oh, movie. I would say you're better than that, but you are not better than that. That is right up your alley and I kind of enjoyed it. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) And in the end, she's more upset that her face got cut than her dad died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: I mean, She's she, pretty she, she was pretty face Waco, like, whatever. Yeah, little Miss Pretty Face Waco. And she, she, I mean, after she got cut, she was like, <gasps> My face is hideous before she even saw it. like, And it wasn't even that bad. Plastic surgery nowadays. It well, you know, no it's just no a little
0: scar, no big deal. But like,
2: well, teeny tiny little stitches. She, she wouldn't even have She can't come a scar. back from what
0: happens next. So at this point, the ginger no. dead man has been like assaulting people but now he's setting up traps he sets up this trap for a knife to get shoved into slagathor's the middle of her head
2: right that was and fine. then
0: you hear laughter did he set up a tape of himself laughing ominously or was he actually watching it i
2: think he was watching it
0: because he wasn't there he's in the other room
2: yeah he runs fast
0: <laughs> he's everywhere and he, he puts the mom into way. the oven yeah and somehow she's okay
2: Yep, just couple of weird marks on her face that I couldn't I couldn't figure out if they were cuts. Where I think they're supposed to be burn
0: marks.
2: (laughs) But what? Yeah, if you put a person in the oven, or they're just parts of her face are gonna blister and no, her hair would go first.
0: Then the fattiest parts of her body would burn first because the fat would boil. Anyways, (sighs) so. That was just all a ruse, anyways, to get Sarah in the oven, yeah.
2: right? And then right. he
0: double-handed. The Ginger Dead Man does some double-handed mallet work on Amos, right in the middle of
2: his yeah. forehead. It was. It's so. Did you pathetic. guys notice
1: when he like the the oven closed? Like there was like it closed by itself. Like there was no uh, right logical, logical reason for it to close like that. So
0: he's yeah. like psychokinetic as well. Yeah, there's a lot of going on with this Ginger Dead Man also going on with him is the fact that he is the worst shot in history. Yeah. Because Brick jumps in, and he's standing two foot in front of him with the gun, and he doesn't get shot.
2: No. No, he doesn't.
0: He eats the ginger dead man.
2: Okay, so I'm I'm gonna lay something out for you guys. I had way too much coffee this morning, so I went to the bathroom during this movie. When I left... Um Mama was being pulled out of the oven. When I came back, Brick was eating the ginger dead man.
0: Yeah, you didn't miss much. That's pretty much what happened. They put Sarah I know, into the but I'm oven. Just
2: like, what is happening? Well, he just right shows now. up
0: out of nowhere, and he's like, "I'm the the butcher baker."
2: Yeah, he's the butcher baker. He, he
0: picks up the ginger dead man, starts eating him, and blood starts gushing out. But it's really yeah, just looks and like it's raspberry all over jam his
2: face, and I'm like, "Why? Why would you eat it?"
0: Yeah, what? I don't know, and it How didn't look that? like a cookie either. It was pulling apart like flesh, which really kind of right? grossed me out.
2: It was really gross. I, and then I... we get
0: the line. Oh, got milk. milk? Got milk? He burps too. Yeah, and
2: he and then cut to him guzzling a half gallon of milk.
0: Right, right, but also the ginger dead man's laying on the ground with the raspberry jam spilling out of its head wound,
2: and right. it talks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Something like, I'll still come back for you. This ain't over.
1: I got you, sucker. So yeah. the rules
0: here are even more skewed because a ginger dead man can't just possess food products via the gingerbread seasoning, which doesn't exist. He can right. also possess people. Who'd have thought that he'd possess Brick? And yeah, uh, once
2: Brick consumed him, then he became
0: Brick. Right. Brick is dead. And then, brick is
2: gone. It's just me now.
0: Then they kill Brick. like. Yeah. There was no way to exercise There's, that demon. You couldn't, like, get him some well, epicat.
2: Kind of, I mean, it was kind of ridiculous. You know, they're, he's, you know, advancing on him, and Sarah goes behind him and opens the oven door, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, Brick moves, like, four steps to the right to oh, be yeah. directly in front of the door, and I'm like, oh, no. And who's, But who happen?
0: saves the day? It's not Amos. It's not Sarah.
2: It's Lorna. It's Lorna. Mexican chick. Yep. Just comes out of nowhere and pushes them in the oven, and they shut it. Ugh, thank God this movie is almost over.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Poor Brick. He saves the day, gets murdered.
2: Yep. Although well, they had uh, to. Yeah, I don't think he. W- they could have exercised that demon.
1: I you know. They, they That's had...
2: what they were trying to say. But they like, pick a uh... really odd
0: time to start being pragmatic.
2: Yeah, I know. That's because it's it's all cattywampus. This movie doesn't make any freaking sense.
0: It yeah, but I kind of like it.
2: <laughs> I know, but I can't I cannot for the life of me understand why.
0: Oh, let's be fair, though. I will never watch this again.
2: OK. All right. That makes me feel a little better.
0: <laughs> so we're kind of left off to believe that this is like a one off affair, but. As long as there's still that giant bucket of gingerbread seasoning, if they keep using it, will they keep making little gary Buseys? Only I know there's a bunch I of sequels. Mean, only
2: if only if people there are a bunch of sequels, only if people keep bleeding Thank in it you. and lightning keeps striking it.
0: yeah, right. I mean, this is a very odd set of circumstances that makes the ginger Dead man. I mean, what are the chances it's ever going to happen again?
2: Well, pretty good, considering uh we cut to an old lady with a tray of like seven of them.
0: Yeah, and their googly eyes—that made me laugh. <laughs> their, I laughed out loud, eyes. like really, really loud. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" They ran out of money. <laughs> 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 oh, it was great. So that's oh. it. The movie's over. The the eighteen minute credit sequence starts, and yeah, this is definitely the worst movie we've ever reviewed. But I, there's something about, about it that kind of I kind of like, um, which is fine for me. I won't recommend that anybody see it.
2: No, no.
0: I think there's way better. Don't don't do it. Don't there's way better do horror it. movies out there.
2: There's way better any movies. There's way right. better children's movies. There's way better My Little Pony movies. There's better sure SpongeBob like, movies. Anything. This in the is world supposed to be a horror movie.
0: You know what yeah. I mean? And like it's it's a creature feature. There's better movies. There's better creature features out there than this.
2: I would wager that Moose Jaws is gonna be forty times better than this movie.
0: I would say and so. And whose jaws
2: is probably going to be awful? <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. We'll see. Uh oh. we'll see. Um, the, I don't know, Matt. What do you think about this movie? And final thoughts, Jerry Springer.
1: Oh boy, yeah. Um, I didn't like it. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it? It? I know it. It, it for sure was like oh, okay with. No. It was okay with making fun of itself, but like, uh, it was just not good enough to be like a bad good movie.
0: Right? It's no Miami Connection.
2: <laughs> I still haven't seen it.
0: You guys have to watch. It's your I homework for have this week.
2: It. I have it. It's on my computer. I just it's so bad. It is it so yet.
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, I will Anyways. watch it this week. So Matt, you. What do you what do you say? Like, uh, is it even worth watching?
1: Uh, see, that's where I'm kind of torn because, like, I mean, it's it's one of the it's it's the type of movie where you're like, well, you should probably just do it once, just to say, like, it's a train yeah, wreck, right? Yeah. Like, I, okay, I watch that,
0: <laughs> and it's not a huge time commitment. No, 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 no. no it's, it's <laughs> he can't quite say it. He can't quite say, "I recommend you see this movie." <laughs> no, no, no. So Matt's on the fence. Mm. Take it or leave it. Angela, you're gonna probably recommend that this movie be burned.
2: I I want to go back. I want to go back in time and shoot Gary Busey in the head just so this movie never existed. And I like Gary Busey, so that's saying something. I, uh, it's so bad. It's just so yeah. bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, There's I think there's a, just a couple redeeming qualities to it. Um, I don't think it's quite I, worth. Worth I found
2: I found no charm in any of those qualities that you call redeeming. I I was just viscerally angry the entire time while I was watching this movie. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Well, the premise was... was so stupid. The circumstances didn't make any sense. The acting was awful, and I right. felt I honestly felt like I was watching an episode of Goosebumps.
0: No, it's but not a that Goosebumps
2: good. episode. A Goosebumps episode is only twenty <laughs> minutes, so I'm like. Okay, well, this should the, be over
0: now. Be over. <laughs> see, this is where like me and you dive. We hit a fork in the road and we we diverge separate ways. I started laughing, so to me, I didn't take this movie seriously. I thought it was un, an unintentional comedy, which is kind of what makes it great for me.
2: Yeah, I, like I.
0: As soon as he I goes, catch... shut up. Now tell me about it. Or what's he say? <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Say it again. That that made yeah. me laugh so hard. I'm like, this movie is retarded. And like I started like laughing at everything. Ask, you know, if Shannon was here, she'd tell you I was annoyingly laughing at everything. Like everything was so bad, it made me laugh. And like, if a movie can do that to me, it's at least entertaining. So I can kind of recommend you watch it. But if not, just listen to this podcast and said it's it's fine.
2: I I mean I didn't yeah I didn't laugh. Even I, didn't, where find I'm at I like... didn't find it so bad it was funny. I, I was just I was angry. It was so how bad it was. I'm like, why?
0: Well, you yeah, well, is have fun with life. They, I mean, it it's not worth getting angry over. Go ahead. Yeah, man.
1: I don't think they, they, uh, they intended for you to take this movie seriously, but the problem is, is like, yes, it was funny in some ways, but like, there just wasn't enough of that to make it worthwhile to me.
0: I think so, too. I think you're right. Like, the bad moments, like Gary Busey at the beginning, being insane, and the bad monologues, and, like, the cherry nipples, that stuff made me laugh, but there just wasn't enough of it. Yeah. So, you know, watch it, don't watch it. It's not a huge time commitment. I don't really care.
1: (laughs) You do what you want with your life!
0: Matt, what would you rate it out of
1: ten? Oh, boy. I can't remember what I rated, like the worst. I have to make it the worst rating that I've rated yet. Um, I'm going to give it a point zero five.
0: Point zero five. Okay. Yep. Angela,
2: I'm going to rate it a zero. Okay. Before before I actually watched the movie, I I had seen or I had watched the trailer throughout the week just to see Hold what on. we were getting into.
0: There's a trailer.
2: Oh yeah, of course. There's a trailer. <laughs> So I watched the trailer and off based off the trailer, I was prepared to give this movie a point one due to its very short run time. But as I was watching it felt like even 70 minutes was too long. So I'm, I'm retracting my point one zero. Don't watch it. Don't ever watch it. It's not worth it. No, well, watch three episodes of goosebumps. You'll be better off. I don't know.
0: There's something fun about this movie. Um, I also rated it a 0. But I can honestly I can honestly say I think maybe you should watch it. If like if you've seen Troll 2 or those stupid movies like that and you're like I want more of that, then watch this movie. It it's short. It's shorter than an episode of Game of Thrones.
2: Yep.
0: You know, it, it'll be over quick, but like if you are into like really enjoying movies for like their art, first off stop watching horror movies. Um there's not very many of them. <laughs> a lot of them are kind of like this where you know they take themselves super seriously, and then there's like this sub genre going on right now where they like they really take themselves too seriously. It's like they're jerking off in a mirror. It's really annoying Gross. but uh yeah, it's bad, but this this zero out of ten it's fair <laughs> i mean if we if we ever went negatives, this would probably get it um i
2: want I wanted to give it a negative so bad,
0: but you know zero is a a bold enough statement, I think, so sure. So I gave it the highest rating now I feel like an idiot. You did. At a point zero five, Well, Matt no, you, you are not an idiot. Rating. You're the nicest out of all of us. You are the most generous.
2: I will I I will be asking uh Adam and Shannon next week what the rating for this movie was.
0: Yeah. Um Just, I can probably I'm tell Shannon's but it's probably not high. <laughs> 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 she was she was more like you, Angela. She was not having fun, even though I was having a great time sitting next to her, laughing my can off, watching this movie. She was not having fun. <laughs> she, did, <laughs> she did not enjoy this like I did, which is kind of funny because she really loves bad horror comedy movies. Like, but I think she can really only fully appreciate them if they're done well, like Tucker and Dale. Right. Um. So yeah, there's that, guys. That was Ginger Dead Man with Gary Busey. Oh boy, um, what can I say? Thanks for uh, do watch it. Thanks for watching it, guys. Um, <laughs> and on to next week. And so for for next week, uh, we're gonna for November. I want us to all pick like one of our favorite movies from the year, and we're gonna talk about that. And we'll discuss good movies for a month. Just get this bad, um, bad, bad movie taste out of our mouth—the Ginger Dead Man taste. Spit it out. Get some milk down there. (laughs) Uh, Got a good movie? So, for the first week, for the first week of November, I guess it'll be the second week of November now, Um, we're going to talk about one of my favorite movies from 2017. And there's a lot of them, but this one, I think, is a super fun ride, and I think we're all really going to enjoy it out on Blu-ray now. Uh, It's called Baby Driver from Edgar Wright. So... Should be fun. I'm to excited. Watch. I
2: haven't seen it yet, so it's
0: like driving Miss Daisy with babies. Exactly. That's <laughs> exactly what it's like. I mean, Morgan Freeman's even the driver. You're so good. Really?
1: <laughs>
0: I did not know that. You're going to be shocked when you watch the movie. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, it's really fun. Edgar Wright, of course. If you're unfamiliar with him, shame on you. Uh, he shame makes shame on you. He makes fantastic movies. And I know they're not Even, for everyone, but they they're also just fun. You know what I mean?
2: They're yeah. Ugh. All his mo- all the movies that he did with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are all the so Cornetto much trilogy.
0: Fun. Yeah, they're yeah. just beyond fun.
2: They're so much. Scott fun. Scott
0: Pilgrim was beyond fun. You know, mm. take it or leave it. It and it's Baby fun. Driver is the same way. It is super fun. It is the anti Fast and Furious movie. It's a car chase. Movie with no CGI, so yeah, people actually doing these stunts in the car, awesome. Which people like the same thing happened with Chips, where people like gave it crap for not being like big enough, you know. But like, but it was realistic. It's real people driving in real cars doing this crap, and they're not relying on some dude at a computer to make it happen for them. And I think that that art form of actually like you know making everything happen in camera. I thought the
1: last. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I thought the last Fast and Furious movie I watched was ridiculous. It was really bad. The Rock Were they like... pushes
0: a torpedo. What?
1: Yeah, he like yeah,
0: shoves a torpedo with his bare hands. I mean, it, it's what? really bad. yes.
1: The one I oh. saw um he, they like drive up and hit a railing or something and Vin Diesel flies out of the car, grabs the chick and then lands in another car or oh, something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I was watching that and I was like that's sucks
0: I'm pretty sure. Where he yeah. he goes over the gap in a in, on like an overpass, yeah. He grabs her in midair, then lands on a car, and they're both unharmed. Yeah,
2: doesn't even make any sense.
0: Meanwhile, the inertia of him alone flying through the air would have killed her, right? <laughs> and him, anyways. Let's not talk about that. Let's just talk about uh, the fact that we're going to watch Baby Driver next week, and it'll be fun, and we'll talk about it here, and probably just be blowing Edgar right the whole time because he's great. So,
2: absolutely. <laughs> Uh, i'm on board
0: I I, I I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> or edgar wright whichever one's which uh so yeah. yeah thanks for listening this week um we had a good time talking about a really bad movie uh, if i guess that's the best thing to come out of it right yep,
2: yep, and, yep, yep. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 uh, next week is Baby Driver. Uh, as always, check us out on moviedummies.com for our other reviews. Um, Matt started us off. We're going to start doing discussion posts where we'll watch an episode of a TV show and we'll really get into it. And We really want some interaction from uh, fans of that show. So he started talking about The Good Place. And uh, if I can get everyone to do one in the future, that'd be great. I just don't know which ones we're going to pick. So i will see how The Good Place does. See if we can get some interaction there. And, uh, as always, rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Helps people find us if uh, you were to be so inclined. (laughs) And and all that jazz. (laughs) And we will see you guys next week. And, uh, as always, I'm Joe. I'm I'm Matt. And we're the movie nice. Bye, guys. Come on, let's hear your uh, Jerry Ducey say, Yay, Michael Day. Yay, Michael Day. Yay, Michael Day
1: yay michael bay guys that's crazy
2: yay michael
0: bay there you go
1: thanks for listening to these idiots i cannot wait until machines finally take over until then rate and review the podcast on itunes and stitcher and visit us at moviedummies.com for more content.